And hello, hello. Welcome back to the Gay Racing Podcast. Zach and Alex here, as always. Say hi, Alex. Hi, I'm Christopher Bell. <laughs> no, you're Alex Bowman. Oh, Just, I'm Alex Bowman, yes. Yeah, you also look like him, so. I do. I have Bowman's shirt on still from yesterday. I know. Congrats to him. <laughs> Big win yesterday. Yes. Um, my second favorite driver got a win. My yeah. other favorite driver wrecked on lap one. We'll talk mm. about that in a bit. <laughs> God, yesterday um, was like so, such a roller coaster. Um, it yeah, really was. The Gay Racing Podcast, where two gay men talk about racing um, yes. and diversity and yeah, dot, 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 if you're new here. Um, well, real quick, we actually have a Twitter account now. Uh, some of you yeah. already found it. You guys keep messaging us on there. Like, we don't even use it yet, but we're going to now. We're going to. Um, um, it's at Gay Racing Pod on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, feel free to follow. Like, put notifications on for it so you can, like, know when we upload something. We're still going to tweet about it on our personal accounts, at New Gaiden and at DreamyZach28. Mm-hmm. For um, now, until I change it again. <laughs> yeah, until Zach changes his ad again. <laughs> um, but no, it's going to be, like, you can find all the podcast stuff in one place if you're looking for it. Mm-hmm. So be more yeah. organized. Yeah. That will be nice, or, actually. Now that yeah, remove it on up in the world, Zach. We could like I could probably make a thread of like all of our previous episodes. Yeah, of, like the rundown. Ooh. I could just link the tweets yeah. I've already made, honestly. But like make mm-hmm. it in one thread. Yeah. Okay. Totally. I'll work on that. Anyways. Yeah. Or will I work on what that? Do I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I can do it. I have time. Um, big week actually for LGBT and motorsports. Uh, yeah, NASCAR that's us. announced. <laughs> We are. That's us. That's us. <laughs> um, <laughs> look what we did. Um, but NASCAR announced they are partnering with the Trevor Project, a great, wonderful LGBT supporting yeah. uh, foundation that yeah. helps uh, people, specifically like people who are like in need of like help and like in dire situations. Um, because don't they, they also do great they, they help like um homeless like LGBT youth, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Because they partnered with Trevor Project, among other, like, organizations. Like, I know the Urban Youth yes. Racing School, the one Kyle Larson visited. Um, yeah. There's multiple. One there's one that's, like, to help prevent, like, Asian hate. There's one for, like, I'm basically any sort of minority group is what they're helping with all these. Yeah. So, Urban Youth Racing School, Trevor Project, Women's Sports Foundation, and the Unidos US. Is that the anti Asian hate or, well, no, and that'd be Latino. Oh. (laughs) Then where's the. Oh, wait. Oh, there's more. Sorry. NASCAR has also worked with. with... Never mind. Anyways, good shit. (laughs) (laughs) I was just reading an article. I was like, what? Um, that's it, this it came really out of some, nowhere. They just announced this out of the blue. It's like because they also partnered with You Can Play last year, and that was the first time, like, period ever, like ever, they like mentioned gay people mm-hmm. in terms of NASCAR. This again now, that's good. Um, because often we've talked about this often mm-hmm. when NASCAR and diversity are in the same like topic of conversation, LGBT gets left out. This time, not which is good. Mm-hmm. Um, it makes me think, June's coming up, what's going to happen at these tracks? Are we going to see some pride stickers on the cars? Uh, give me some three-inch pride stickers. That. That's all I need. I'll be A little happy. Rainbow, 
little rainbows on the cars. Yeah, we'll put some I still want Ally. I think the Nashville race is in June, sponsored by Ally, and I'm just like, girl, I they, could, so. they could put some rainbows on that track, bro. <laughs> Go ahead and do it. Make it a pride parade. 300 laps. A 300 lap pride parade. Pride parade. Let's go. But I don't know. Anyway. Yes. I this is this is huge. Uh I this is something the first time they acknowledged like LGBT people in general was last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forget which group it was, like We Play or something. It's the You um, Can Play. It's yeah. Yeah, You Can Play. And then this year, the Trevor Project. Like I don't know. Like a year ago, before we start even started the podcast, we're like, "Oh, there's not going, nothing's going to happen for like five years." And then, a lot, a lot has changed, and it's really good to see. Yeah, and we got the I am NASCAR shirts, like official merchandise. Yeah, it's ramping up. I think there's going to be more this year. I think we're going to get something on track, like whether that's a sticker or like rainbow. Like we're going to see. I something. could see them putting Pride Month, like they've been putting Black History Month and stuff like that. They could be putting Pride Month on the track. Yeah, I'm excited about June. They're definitely going to do something. I'd be surprised if they don't at this point, which might be really yeah. confident of me to say, but I I right. am confident in NASCAR at this point for once. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for once, <laughs> yeah. I have confidence that NASCAR is going to do the right thing and give us Like, the, this is uh, yeah. much better than, like, this is better than F1's We Races 1 campaign, I would say. That was bullshit. Because that just seemed very... This, like... So this it took them eleven months after they announced all this stuff to you know say these are the people we're working with, but you know they really thought about really hard. It looks like to do this yeah, right. Yeah, because they used to. the same words that I don't know who spoke them, but they spoke it at the Atlanta race, which was like the height of like the George Floyd, mm-hmm. like Black Lives Matter when it like rose in twenty twenty. Um, mm-hmm. They were using like those words that were spoken before the Atlanta race and they're like I guess yeah when they stopped them on the track and everything mm-hmm. so I thought that was cool mm-hmm. I thought that was like they they're actually being serious about it they're not like f1 that was rushed out this we race as one campaign and then next thing you know Nikita Mazepin is in a seat and yeah. stuff and it's just that it was just they just used it for clout and I don't even think they have mm-hmm. the rainbow in the branding anymore. Like, they actually took it out. So, obviously, they didn't give a fuck. And, of course, right. obviously, they race in countries where, like, if I, like we would not be safe. Like, gay people. Right. We just wouldn't be safe. Mm-hmm. Um, right. I, I need to go. I need to but do that research. Like, F1. I will say, for, just to kind of touch on F1, I will say a lot of the drivers have been wearing those shirts. They're, like, rainbow shirts. Oh, yeah. They, like, say, like, Black Lives Matter and, you know, Love is Love and all that, which has been cute to see. Yeah, really Mick Schumacher, surprisingly, yeah. at Bahrain, he had, a, like, a really good rainbow shirt. Um, Lando Norris had one on this past weekend, too. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, that's because mm-hmm. I didn't wake up for the... <laughs> I didn't really wake <laughs> up for the race. <laughs> yeah. Really, um, really good to see from NASCAR here. Anything else you want to say, Zach, on that? Well, speaking of gay people on NASCAR, Devin Rouse are a good friend friend he was on my <laughs> podcast he's our friend yeah. um, <laughs> he so over the week he announced that well he didn't really announce he was like well i need sponsorship if i'm going to race at knoxville mm-hmm. um because apparently deals weren't coming together 
And then straight out of an anime, Marcus Limonas with his hands clasped (laughs) together, sitting at his chair, his big executive chair. Um, If he had glasses, the sheen would go across them. He said, I got you. And then on Twitter, Marcus Limonas said, all right, y'all, give me a design and I'll, we'll we'll race, whatever. Yeah. So, and we'll talk about that in a minute, but Twitter, oh, they went crazy. Everyone's designing uh, Devin Rouse. Every day, every day now. (laughs) Something new. Yeah. Marcus Limonas, Mm -hmm. I mean, we'll talk about it in a minute. Um, Like, it's awesome. Um, for Devin, mm-hmm. I'm glad he's got sponsorship for yeah. this, and I'm he, glad I'm Devin thank- wasn't able to run the Bristol Dirt Race because he couldn't find sponsorship. Yeah. So, yeah. And I'm thankful for um, Marcus Limonas and Camping World for giving. You know, this is a big Devin Rouse is a big deal mm-hmm. for the gay community. It just is. Yes, absolutely. So, this opportunity is great. He'll be racing at Knoxville now in Camping World Colors. Mm-hmm. Um, I just looked up, um, but Myatt Snyder was in the 33 truck. That's the truck that Devin will be driving, I think. Um, yeah. What was my point? Oh, yeah, Myatt, he finished, like, 22nd in the truck, mm-hmm. which, like, whatever. I mean, it's Ryu yeah. racing. It's not very good, obviously, but I think, you know, obviously, having a good top 30 finish, best case scenario, top 20. That's what yeah. I would hope for at Knoxville. I think for him, for him, it's his debut in a truck. I think just finishing the race. That too, yeah, just finish. But. Yeah. And, you know, this race is going to be in July. So, like, as we just talked about, if NASCAR is going to do anything for Pride Month, maybe they'll highlight Devin Rose. Like, hey, Pride Month just happened. Here's a openly gay yeah. NASCAR driver making his debut today. But I can definitely I see something that, but. on, like, the pre-race show. I feel like right. someone's going to sit right. down with him. Hopefully not Regan Smith. who the hell's gonna sit to caitlin can we get caitlin (laughs) i'd like caitlin queen god (laughs) that's funny um yeah good for Devin. happy for him yeah um now camping world let's talk about marcus lamona's world i talked about this much on here so i know and it's i feel like it's i have a bone to pick welcome to zach's i has a bone to pick segment I hate the thing going on on Twitter with Marcus Limones and Camping World. And here's why. Uh, let me give you personal experience. So Wednesday, I come back from my ceramics class and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to check Twitter. And I see that Devin Rouse is like basically looking for a designer or Marcus Limones is looking for a designer. I guess you can say they both are. They're looking for someone to design Devin Rouse a truck so that Marcus Limones can sponsor him. That's awesome. It's just, there's a few things. Number one, and I didn't realize this was a problem until other designers in the community pointed it out. But design contests are kind of a scam. Like, Marcus, now he has offered like cash prizes for like the winners of them like you know that's cool but even then a bunch of people working on artwork and that's labor i, I i'm an artist myself um my career's in the arts that's labor artwork is labor designing cars that's labor 
um, not hard labor, but it's, it's still, you're on the computer, you're making conscious decisions, you're using your brain, you're staring at the screen, like it's, it's work. And I just feel like design contests are kind of, they take advantage of the great design community that we have on NASCAR Twitter. Um, I totally agree. It's, and again, yeah, Marcus Lamonis, yes, he's offered cash prizes for some of these designs. But what about the other people that didn't win? They just worked on that for what? They lost? Like, that's it? I, I, it's just kind of, right. I, I mean, I get it. It's it's just, it just rubs me the wrong way. And something else that rubs me the wrong way, my personal experience was I got home from ceramics, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, I want to design Devin Rouse a car. That'd be so cool. Well, Marcus mm -hmm. wants it in the morning. Right. Like, that's really fast. I'm busy. I'm, I, it just seemed unfair for me and probably other designers, like, not even a day notice. Like, yeah. I did not have time to even conceive of opening Photoshop because I'm, right. a, I'm a full time student. Um, I was working on a lesson plan for my students because I'm a teacher, mm -hmm. um, but you didn't hear that. <laughs> You're not supposed <laughs> to tell anyone. Are, the internet's not supposed to know. So. <laughs> it's a secret. Safe That's with a us. Secret. Safe with us here at the Gay Racing Podcast. I was just pissed because I want to design right. Devin Rouse. I wanted to be the one, right? I'm gay. He's gay. It's a big moment in history. Mm -hmm. I wanted that, mm -hmm. but I didn't have fucking time because I had to worry about my career. It's just yeah. like, if you're going to have a design contest like that, number one, you always got to pay um, whoever wins, right. at least. Mm -hmm. And then number two, you, like, not one day. You got to treat mm -hmm. these designers with some respect. You got to give everyone actually, like, a chance. Yeah. Like, I just thought it was kind of ridiculous that... Yeah. I wasn't going to be able to do it one day turnaround. Um, however, congrats to the dude that did get it. His name's like Amain Creative um, on the Twitter. Um, and I believe he is a gay person, right? He LGBT. is gay. Yes. And that was, I mean, that's why I wanted to do it. So, it, yeah, so I'm living through them. him. I'm living through him. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> at least that happened. Like, I feel like that there's so many gay designers in the community. So, yeah. I'm glad that happened. Uh, yeah, I'm not actually too. like salty, salty. I was just like, it kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Right, right. Like you're not mad that you weren't able to do it mm -hmm. and all that. You're just more yeah. so. I didn't really have upset any... with how. I mean, Camping World, Marcus. Like, I like what he's doing for NASCAR, but it's kind of taking advantage of the fans' talent, really. I because I don't know how many of those designers have actually gotten paid. Mm -hmm. I, I assume a lot, some have. I know I, Noah Sweet won a contest. I know, like... Right, but it's like they won contests. How many of them actually get paid for yeah. getting their car on? Because that one race at Vegas, they had, like, what, 12, 11 There's so of many. Them? Like, did any of them get paid for that? Yeah, and even at Richmond, I saw two good Sam cars. There were a few camping old cars, I think. Like, uh, I, I just wonder. Um, right. Um, I, I don't know. I'm hoping that this is all in good nature here because right now honestly the only one benefiting this is a uh, camping world nascar doesn't really benefit from this because this makes sponsorship less meaningful really i can see that yeah because so, like 
the trucks were gonna like, run either way gonna, if he's I just gonna like. buy it out right and like a lot of times there's gonna be empty truck anyway if he's just gonna buy out all the sponsorship it's gonna make other people not want to come in and sponsor like i saw Which hurts nascar it, hurt, it benefits camping world but hurts nascar i saw in that long run. josh barry remember when marcus was like offering josh barry sponsorship for talladega did you remember that uh-huh. tweet well, I remember, yeah. An actual sponsor came mm-hmm. and now I think is sponsoring the eight team for that week. So, right, like hmm. they sniped Marcus. I thought that was kind of funny. <laughs> I didn't um, see that. That's that's good though. I forgot what sponsor it was, but it was something. Right. So that's interesting. Um, mm-hmm. and just a bunch of stuff. Like, again, just something rubs me. Like, and there's other companies outside of Camping World that do design contests in NASCAR. Like, uh-huh. what company was it? Mm, somebody. I know I a long. It's it's not what you're thinking of, but Toyota did one a long time ago, like well, a decade ago. Well, yeah, that was like that was a little different, right? Same but different. Recently, I know Oscar Mayer did a big one. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know if anyone got paid for that. Like, what's exposure? Well, you also had you had a uh, Hooters, but they that was a graphic designer who made four of them, and then the fans yeah, got to vote. Voting on ones the actual designers made yes. those are cool i like that jimmy johnson and carvana have something similar right now for the yeah they do um mm-hmm. but no like and we're gonna have a i didn't tell alex about this yet but we oh. have a guest that we want to get on the podcast very very soon alex you know oh. who it is do i <laughs> you, we've been talking about getting him on for a long time oh okay yeah. I think I know what you mean then. It's related to what I'm talking about right now. So, yeah. Right. Um, okay. Because they, they messaged me last night. That's why. Cool. Cool. So, next week, <laughs> maybe. We'll see. Um, yeah. And I know he'll have a lot to say about it, too. Mm-hmm. So, probably. And, and again, I'm only, I only know this stuff because of the, the designers in the community. Like, I know Harris Liu. Everyone knows him. He was very critical about design contests. Um, and he's yeah. like one of the mount rushmore of nascar designers i feel like so mm. um that's all i got to say about that i that's my bone to pick yeah. it just kind of annoys me but marcus yeah. he's so cool i'm glad he's like totally totally but at the same time i, I just hope it's i just hope it is with good faith and not like ooh, i'm gonna just make more profit off of these people i you mean know? it's like it is what it is because like i mean at the end of the day it i mean it's just sponsorship like he's paying money to do all this so it's like it seems fair mm-hmm. Um, right but like he is a millionaire like, i don't want to get into politics but like think about it like he's a millionaire he's he's getting exposure by doing all this positive exposure that benefits him more than does nascar in my opinion yeah that's true so i think that's the problem that's where the line needs to be drawn i don't think it's like those yeah those people on twitter like oh my god marcus Lamonas is like saving nascar no, <laughs> he's, no he's not he's not those he's trucks not. are gonna run anyway like they just have more money now they might run a little bit better <laughs> yeah. now but they're not and like, you know he said he wants to help with North Wilkesboro. Like that, that just seems like more of a, that's more of just positive media attention that he's going to get. He knows nothing's going to happen there. You know what? If I'm, if I'm wrong, something does and more kudos to him, but nothing's going to happen in North Wilkesboro. I'm just like, so, how much money does he still, really have? Like he seems to be just throwing out the checks. Like, well, they're... he's a millionaire. So it's like unlimited money. So I feel <laughs> I feel like it's, but like NASCAR sponsorship is expensive. True, it is. I guess he has like, what's his net worth? I'm gonna look up his net worth. 
<laughs> I know that's not like his like money money because that right. includes like his assets. We we learned that by playing Fortune Street. We did. <laughs> Marcus Lemona's <laughs> net worth. Man, now I want to play Fortune Street, Zach. Bro, Marcus Lemona's looks like that dude from Love It or List It from on HD. He does on HD TV. <laughs> he looks exactly oh like that God. dude. Like he, he he's the one that's trying to get that couple to buy a new house. Yep. His net worth is estimated to be five hundred million. That's a well, lot. Let me subtract. Well, he owns so much though, because doesn't he own the profit too on CNBC? That's like his show. Yeah. So like he probably owns the. I don't know. Well, five. Obviously, he's got a hundred yeah. millions thrown around. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot. But yeah, just, you know, if you're a designer, I would say, you know, be careful what you're getting into. Like, it's good. It's good exposure for yourself, too. But, you know, just you just might not get paid by... Yeah. Like, yeah, like exposure is good, but number one, I can't pay my bills with exposure. Number two, yep. that's I can't get my time back. I'm wasting all my time when I should be actually working on something that will pay right. me money. So, <laughs> I don't know. Um, that's it, though. Um, yeah. Mixed feelings about it. Totally. Well, before we jump into all the races this week, and you went to a race on Saturday, mm-hmm. um, you went to the truck race at Richmond. Speaking of after, Camping World, truck race. Yes, <laughs> Camping World Truck Series. Yeah, my uh, first after, truck race. After we ragged on the truck series like five weeks in a row on this podcast, you went to, we went to the truck, so you got to see it firsthand. What mm-hmm. did you find? What What do you like about it? What do you think? What? Hmm. Or what'd you have? Did you have fun? That's it was I mean. okay. The first stage was weird because it was completely green, and then stage two or maybe early stage three, they just lost their fucking minds. It could not get like two green flag laps, and it was so right. annoying. But I did I, see. I liked it though because a lot of the cup races at Richmond lately that I've been to, I didn't get to see a mm-hmm. lot of wrecks. Which like, when you're at a track in real life, I think seeing wrecks are kind of like they're kind of cool because mm-hmm. it's just something different. Um, I saw one truck, like, start the end, start the beginning and the end of the wreck. Like, I saw it. Like, I was actually yeah. watching that part of the track, which I thought was cool. Um, it was the nine truck when he spun. Um, there's so much, so many spins. Oh, my God. It's like, what was wrong? I, yeah. The t- is it the talent in the series? It must be. No practice? Probably that, right. too. But, like, I stage one, they were fine. Mm-hmm. So... It's really odd to me. Right. Um, stage one was calm. Stage two, The finish was kind of good in terms of mm-hmm. like, I wasn't really sure what was going to happen because it seemed like Chandler Smith. Um, and there was also like different tire strategies too in that last stage. But Chandler Smith was like actually holding off John Hunter Nemechek for a little bit. Um, then he didn't. Mm-hmm. And then Kyle Busch chasing down John Hunter Nemechek. I had no idea what was going to happen there. Lot traffic was also getting really, you know, questionable. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed the finish because I wasn't sure who was going to win till the final few laps. So that was nice. Yes. Other than that, it was okay. I didn't blow yeah. my wallet on merch. Thank God they didn't have any good, oh, good. merch. Well, yeah, mer- I don't know about Kansas, but merch at the track is so expensive. It, yeah, it's expensive. Like I. Oh my God, did, no! Do you, since we're talking about at track experiences, did you go to Richmond when they had all the haulers and then they had the tent? Yes, I've I've yeah. I've been through both. They have the haulers okay. back now. Yeah, I, I I love the damn tent. 
That was great. Then all the fans bitched about it and they got rid of it. You liked the tent? <laughs> yes, I did. It was so much easier. You just found no, your shit. What got wasn't. in line, you're done. It was the taller's? Oh, Zach. No, bitch. <laughs> shut the fuck up. You the tent up. was awful. <laughs> no, it was crowded. Was they had they had fans everywhere. It was crowded it was so nice. and it was so hard to find. May okay, actually cap. Because I might I don't know if Richmond had the same tents that you're talking about. Because okay. we had a bunch of smaller like, it, it was a giant, things. giant okay. white tent. I'm sorry for where, using like, profanity. Was under <laughs> I didn't mean to scream profanity at you because I think we I didn't have yeah. What years was that? Because mm, I remember, 20, I want to say 2014, 15 ish. At Richmond, there's like souvenirs. Like, see, I probably didn't the go. Haulers. To, I, I just don't like the haulers at all. Okay, here's the. You tea. don't get to see them as up close, and you have to stand in the long line that blocks the whole walkway. Here's the tea. So. Mm -hmm. Richmond, I know they had like a souvenir thing that was like in kind of the building part of the racetrack, like that was like mm -hmm. outside the grandstands. They had some of those, like they mm -hmm. had a bunch of those. Um, and at some point, they didn't have like the haulers. I remember it might have been 2016, yeah. but I honestly yeah. don't remember. It, it might be 2016. It was in between 2014 and 16. I feel because the only race I went to during that was 2016 Richmond Spring. And yeah. I, I think we got me and my, my I went with my sister and my dad and we got there kind of late. So we didn't really have time to look at merch anyways. Right. So I don't know. I don't mind the haulers, though, if I'm honest. But I never yeah. experienced the big tent, the alternative. So mm. I saw okay. a Denny Hamlin shirt I kind of wanted, but it was $30. Yeah. I, it's probably $20 on the website. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. Like, it's just too expensive. I did get, so I got a program card. I'll show Alex on Zoom, but actually, I posted it on Twitter oh, too. That's cool. Um, I like getting program cars. I mean, I feel like they're Me a must get every race mm -hmm. I go to. It's, it was $10, think, which is a lot, but whatever. It's. I think I have all of them from Kansas from like 2005 on. So. That's awesome. I, yeah. I missed the, which one did I miss? I think I missed one of the 2019 ones or. Cap. Mm. I missed one of the 2018 ones, I think. I don't know why I didn't get one. It's like I couldn't find it or they didn't make it or it was one right. of the FAP races. Mm. Fe federated out of parts. Let me make that one what, clear. What a tragedy. They didn't have the FAP one. Those <laughs> ones are cool though, because like normally the Richmond um mm -hmm. die cast they're always like red and stuff, not only because Richmond's logo is red, but Toyota. Um mm -hmm. But also, it's the 75th anniversary, so the hood says 75. Oh, cool. 75th anniversary, and it's like kind of like mm -hmm. a classic-ish kind of font for the car number. Right. Um, mm -hmm. And then there's no Toyota owners on it, actually. Because sometimes they put the Cup Race logo on the hood, but I don't actually see yeah. it anywhere. At Kansas, the fall one is always like Hollywood Casino-themed. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> the spring one, they usually don't have a sponsor set up to like a month before. Yeah. So it's usually just like Kansas Speedway, yellow, blue, and white themed. So see, I'm looking at this cool. and there's no Toyota on it at all. So I'm thinking this might be it for the whole year. I don't think we're gonna get a FAP one this year. I could see that. Because I gotta go back home and look at my diecast, but I feel like damn, that's weird. I feel like, I feel I like Kansas did that for their 20th too. That yeah. sounds familiar. I feel like I only got one that year. Well, still cool. Um, yeah. 
I don't know if I'm going to the fall race. I probably will because I my uh, I went with my friend's family and they always invite me, so I probably cool. will go to the cup race this time because mm-hmm. it'll be because my friend had to go back to North Carolina, so we couldn't go to the mm-hmm. Sunday race. But yeah, you gotta come. You gotta come to Kansas with Jackson and I one of these times. Yeah, I don't That'd know if it'll so be fun. this year, but soon. Yeah, mm-hmm. that'd mm-hmm. be so fun. Um, well. We're going to say something. I actually, so my friend, she works for this one manufacturer that makes seats mm-hmm. for like a bunch of race teams, like truck teams, modified teams. Like, oh, wow. She was giving me some tea. Oh, I'll tell you after, I guess. Okay. Well, not the viewers. <laughs> it, it wasn't actually that good, though. It wasn't that good. Mm. It was yeah, just like, you want no gay racing podcast exclusive today. No, nah. maybe another time. <laughs> it wasn't even that good. Y'all ain't missing anything um all right yeah so i had a good dime i got a sunburn because <laughs> i didn't put on sunscreen are... so are you ready to talk about all the racing we had on sunday God, we had so much racing I yesterday that was an all-day thing i, I basically missed half the races because i missed half the f1 yeah. race because i okay well here's the thing i was gonna wake mm-hmm. up at like what 10 or 11 because like the race would have been over at that point but apparently mm-hmm. there's a red flag because Valtteri Bottas and George Russell can't keep their car straight. We'll talk about that. I have stuff to say. I still haven't seen the crash. <laughs> really? Oh, no. Let me look it up and like while you talk. Um, but not yeah. right now, but like, like in a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I like went on ESPN to try to get the replay, but it's still live. So I'm like, it was God. going. I was like, damn it. Yeah. Might as well watch the last 30 laps. So yeah. it's okay. I don't think I missed that much. Right. Um, yeah. so yeah, I got up at 7.30 on Sunday, and I was watching racing till like, 6. I live in Central Time Zone, so it was, like, 11 hours. Jesus. Um, yeah, because I had, we had Formula One, then we had IndyCar. NASCAR was on at the same time as IndyCar, but I was fine with that. I watched the last 60 laps of NASCAR. I didn't watch anything, stage one, stage two of NASCAR at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so Formula One, um... Lewis Hamilton is probably the luckiest man alive and the most talented. Um, well, first off, Max Verstappen ended up uh, getting a monster of a start. I think he... I just saw oh. I just saw the crash and I was like, what the fuck? Zach, Zach just saw the crash and jumped. I didn't know <laughs> it was, it was like, I thought it was like going more like they were turning into the chicane, but they are on the straightaway. Yeah, it's really bad. It could have been bad the without the halo. Um but yeah, Max Verstappen was on it on the start, got around both Hamilton and Perez. Um, and by the way, uh, Pierre Gasly probably had a podium running car, but his Alpha Tori put him on wets at the start. I, saw, I heard about that. Yeah, everyone else did intermediate. He's had bad like luck. Them and Mazepin. So yeah, he's had bad luck these first two races. We really don't know where he's running, like <laughs> supposed yeah. to be. But anyway, Hamilton uh, goes off track at a point, right? Yeah. And it's like, oh, did he hit the wall? Is he out of the race? He, he he like kissed the wall basically. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, Valtteri Bottas and George Russell are wrecked. It's like, what the hell just happened? It's like Valtteri, or like they saw Lewis crash and they got all excited. I don't know yeah. if they actually saw him <laughs> crash, but. So, Zach, what was your interpretation of the wreck since you just saw it? I'm like, I keep looking at it. I'm trying to see if Valtteri ran George off the track. My initial thought Mm -hmm. is George um, turned a little too much, but I think he reacted to Valtteri coming over. 
Mm-hmm. Mm. See, here's the thing. It's like Valtteri low-key blocking. Like, not. Mm, it's weird though because it's like a straightaway, but it's still curving. So, first of all, Valtteri probably shouldn't have been running ninth or tenth. Why is he running ninth anyways? Did he have a bad start? He qualified like seventh or something. Did it rain Saturday? I don't know if it rained on Saturday. I didn't watch qualifying. <laughs> Why did he qualify it, seventh? He qualified seventh or something like that. And then it was raining at the start. <clears> of the <throat> um, <laughs> but yeah, George Russell's having a really good run for Williams. He's in the points. Um, so the track is like dry in the like track like where they're running. Yeah. Like the racing line. So where the, George went to pass Valtteri, it is wet. Oh. So George goes out of the racing line, gets in the wet to make the pass, and his car hooks to the left into Valtteri. Oh, did his tire get in the grass? I don't think it did. I don't know if it got in the grass, but I think it got in the wet is what so, happened. Oh, because I thought it, I thought George got pushed off the track, and then once he touched the grass, it was over. Uh, no, See, okay. It, it looked like that at first, but from what I can tell, Valtteri was staying in the racing line, and then George was coming to pass him, and he got in the wet and spun out and took them both out. So I think this is really just a racing incident. Yes, I totally, totally. But there's been so, but also but, again, though, Valtteri should not be getting passed by Williams. Correct. And under Valtteri no circumstances, should not be in ninth, and George shouldn't, you know, be making a move like that. But you know, still, and, and I think George was saying he thought. Valtteri was trying to get him killed or something because he moved, but like he did move. George but also like, shouldn't be in that making the pass in that spot, in my opinion. Well, I disagree with that because I think that's going into like the first turn, and that's like mm-hmm. the the passing zone. And you know, it's, it's a, F, Emola, it's F1. Is that how you pronounce it? Emola. It's like Emola. Emola, you can't pass there. It's ass. Like, I'm hoping this that track doesn't ass. come back. I, I, the track sucked yeah. last year, and I was like. Yeah, I don't really it, want it uh, back. <laughs> this it, track uh, sucks, especially with these cars. Not that many passing zones, so I get it. I get why George is yeah. doing that. Um, did you he, did you see the interviews that George and Valtteri gave after? I did this not. Incident? What's the tea? So before the interviews, actually, on the track when they're wrecked, George goes over, runs over to Valtteri. I'm like, that. oh, he's he's making sure he's okay. No, he's going over to yell at him. He slaps his like a. Uh, the halo mm-hmm. and Valtteri just has his middle finger up at him not even you can't even hear what he's saying so Valtteri just has his middle finger up <laughs> I, I thought it was, that was funny I saw but George Valtteri, turned around and had like black stuff on like the seat of his suit yeah I didn't had, know like, what that was I don't know had, like mud all over his ass not I that I was looking was at his about. ass or anything no it was obvious he was in a white suit you yeah he had it. a white suit on that's why <laughs> I was like I was like what's on his butt like <laughs> yeah <laughs> it um, was like a butt imprint too it was, yeah, it was, funny. It was a butt imprint I don't um know. It must have been brake dust or something or like maybe something from I don't know right but Valtteri basically said well I just had my I was just flipping him off because I didn't know what he was saying but I knew he was he was at fault and it was like he was the one who caused that so I didn't care what he had to say and then George said fair Valtteri would only race as hard against me and no one else. Basically, is what he said. Oh, we all know what that means. Yeah. <laughs> you about to so, lose your job. I think there's several layers to this incident. Would George have made that move on Valtteri, do you think, if this was Valtteri? Or yeah, because like he's trying to pass him. 
I don't think right. it's that deep. If I'm honest, I mean, I, I didn't see this in context of the race. Right, right. It's very interesting, though, isn't it? That these are the two probably vying for that second Mercedes seat that they get in this incident. And Valtteri's running very poorly. Uh, yeah. And then this happens. I mean, George Russell, he's, I mean, again, it's F1, it's Imola. There's one passing mm-hmm. zone, and George Russell has, he got an opportunity, and that's not always going to happen, so. Right, I totally agree. So he totally went for agree. it. And, I mean, honestly, yep. you know, if that was the F1 game, that wouldn't have happened because if it was wet <laughs> yeah. right there, it would have been fine. The car center could yep. spin out. But in real life, the <laughs> physics weren't cooperating with what George wanted, and yeah. around he goes. So... So George made an apology today on social media, basically saying that he doesn't like how he acted in heat a moment, which in my opinion, it's like, whatever. Like but what he F1's said in the more, interview? I think so. I think yeah, that's many that's he was fair. talking Because it was a little like, that. he was attacking Valtteri. Yeah. I think, I, I think that comment was probably too far. But, you know, in my mind, I'm watching NASCAR, so I'm like, this... This shit happens a lot, so like it's whatever. Yeah. But you know, F1's more of a fancy sport. So it's like he's um, right, but it's like I don't think Valtteri actually like Val that would have happened if that wasn't George Russell. Or mm-hmm. well, like that wasn't Valtteri's fault. That's the thing. I, I don't, don't think he really not at all. he didn't really force him. Like he was just mm-hmm. he did move, but he's trying to set up for the corner. He still gave yeah. George room on the outside. That's how I saw it. Yeah, yeah. so I don't know. And by the way, I thought it was funny on F1 Twitter. People are like, George could fight Valtteri. Like, have you seen Valtteri Bottas? He could break this kid. George like, is a snap. twink. <laughs> like, yeah, he's a, yeah. Like, he doesn't have a chance to get Valtteri. Come on. Come on now. Speaking I of. Thought that was, I thought that was humoring. Yeah. Remember someone on Twitter said, requested that we talk about Lando, Charles, and George this episode. <gasps> yes. We could do yes. like a kiss, Mary. Or oh, let's geez. let's do it racing. Mm-hmm. We could do kiss, Mary, kill, kiss. Mary. Yeah, y'all want the podcast to be gayer? Kiss, Mary, wreck. Podcast. I like kiss, Mary, wreck. That's okay. Kill's a little aggressive. Kiss, Mary, yeah, wreck. Yeah. Okay. George, Lando, and Charles. Um, you like that? Th- this is the gay racing podcast, huh? <laughs> you said George, Lando, and Charles. Yes. George Lando Charles. Those are the trifecta of three young, good-looking men. I would throw F1. Pierre in there, personally. Well, yeah, Pierre's there, too, but our, one of our viewers specifically requested we talk about these three. Um, yes, true. Let's see. Gay it up in here. I'll probably... I think I'd marry George. I'd probably kiss Charles because Charles is hot. Mm-hmm. But personally, I don't really mm-hmm. like Charles that much. Right. Lando, I'd probably wreck, and yeah, <laughs> I'd either wreck or marry Lando because Lando's also a gamer, so I think that's cool. Yeah, but they all game, so they all I'm game. They all game together. Aren't they like I'm... a trio on Twitch or something? Yeah. So, yeah, that's mine. Marry George, kiss Charles, wreck Lando. Mm. Lando's a little bit of an asshat sometimes. Anyway, I think he said something that was kind of like. Yeah, he said some things I don't agree with. So he get uh, wrecked. I mean, Charles is also kind of <laughs> sus too, but I like him more. Right. Um, so I actually have, I've actually thought about this. Like, I didn't even know you were going to bring this up, but yeah, I thought about it. Uh, Lando, <laughs> Lando, I would wreck just because, you know, this, 
I like him. I like Lando, but like, yeah, I don't track, hate him. Um, I would marry Charles because he and I are actually super, super, super good, like astrology compatibility. I was doing some research the other day. Oh, he's got the <laughs> the Avery Hage of astrology here. Yes, yes. Um, What's his? Yeah, he. Had, that's funny. Never mind. What's his peer rating? <laughs> well, yeah, he and I are like top notch compatible in astrology. And then give George a kiss. Just, you know, thumbs up. <laughs> I, I think kissing George would be a very soft, like. Yeah, totally. He just seems soft. Like his hair. And Char- his Charles would treat me right, I feel like. Mm-hmm. We'd have to sort out the whole kneeling thing. We'd have to be like, don't be a. It's idiot. not that deep. Like, it's not that it's deep, not, Charles. He it's thinks not it's, that deep. He thinks it's such a like s- political statement for him to kneel. It's yeah. really not. It's actually more but of a like, political statement if you do not kneel at this point. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I'd marry Charles. We'd be happy. That's interesting. No, they're hot. I think the actual hottest for me is Charles. I, I would say Pierre. Charles, before I was even into F1, when I saw Charles, I was like, yep. Okay, yep, me too. That's my man. Me too. I that's agree. him. Pierre Gasly, he he's a refined taste. Yes. He's a refined taste. We need to talk about men more. This is fun. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not <laughs> creepy either. Like we're talking, we're very respectful right now. Like he's a very yeah. refined taste. Mm-hmm. Like, cause at first I was like, he's kind of fucking ugly. But it's like he <gasps> let his blonde hair. You? Well, he let his blonde hair out more, and I was like, no, I see it. Mm, and especially okay. in the Alpha Tori fire suit, I think. Oh yeah, it just like mm. really highlights him. He doesn't look. I guess it's because I've never watched when he was in Red Bull, but like it doesn't mm-hmm. look right when I look at picture of him in Red Bull. Yeah, it's like his hair was kind of darker, and yeah, the darker fire suits. I didn't really, they didn't really vibe on him that much. There's that one picture where Pierre is like in a tan suit or something. That picture, mm. Charles <laughs> that looks makes me think. good. In the Alpha Romeo suit too, mm-hmm. but was that suit make Ooh. the tan suit? Was that make you think of? Just makes me think. Oh God, <laughs> damn it, Alex! <laughs> what you We're said? Gay. You want to be gayer? I am gay. Oh, so are you? Some of the shit you send me, girl. <laughs> I don't. Wa- yeah, yeah. I saw something today. <laughs> Man, so, did you see the Reddit post? This is about NASCAR, but how the Hendrick drivers like pat on the roofs when they I celebrate. retweeted that because I thought it was funny. Yeah. And I was like, and it was just focused on Kyle Larson's ass as he was bending down. I was like, oh, y'all got to stop. You're going to make me act up. <laughs> Anyways, I respect him. Damn. Denny Hamlin, do you want to do Lord, that? Good Lord, have mercy. <laughs> he could win a fucking race. Um, anyway, yeah. let's finish F1. Um, yeah, that was a fun segment. Thank you. Verstappen, I you, I yeah, Verstappen that, won. Yes, thank you. Norris gets on podium. Um, Verstappen, <laughs> the Lewis versus Max thing this year, it's it's on, in my opinion, because apparently Max beat him on the start. Yep. Um, I want more races like Bahrain where it really does come down to the end. I'm so excited. Yeah. Um, Verstappen was going to tie Hamilton in points uh until hamilton got fastest lap Mm -hmm. so hamilton still one point ahead yeah um there was a point hamilton was like ninth or something after he like kissed the wall uh he managed to drive all back to second i don't know how the hell he did that i think he's the only driver who could ever do that but lewis hamilton is something else 
Never He's give crazy. up. He like that was just like the drive I saw in Turkey last year again. Bahrain mm-hmm. also confirmed this. Like Lewis Hamilton is always going to be a threat, no yeah. matter what. Like he is just so good. Yeah, I. It's unbelievable watching what Lewis Hamilton can do. It's it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Max Verstappen gets another win. Um, well, in his career, not of the season, but first of the season. Um, I. It, it, this might be really close this year. I think I Lewis probably Lewis still has the edge. I I'm pretty sure. Yeah. But like, I mean, again, with like a faster Red Bull car, has stepped it up. With a faster car, I feel like these fastest lap bonus points, they're so interesting to me. I kind of like it's like uh-huh. people and people like talk it. about people talk about gimmicks and like mm-hmm. NASCAR. Oh well, NASCAR has gimmicks. Well, IndyCar and F1 have gimmicks. No. Yeah. These these gimmicks are actually interesting. Like yeah. <laughs> they're not like we're gonna like, throw a caution for no reason. Like like an F1, they'll go change their tires to try getting in the fastest lap point. That's so interesting yeah. to me. Like the no Valtteri Bottas. The Valtteri yeah. Bottas in third. Going to put softs on because <laughs> he's like 30 seconds ahead of fourth. Yeah. 20 seconds behind Max. He ain't going to get him. Right. And go get the fastest lap. Get that point. Take it away from Red Bull, whoever had it. Yeah. I just mm-hmm. think that's fun. Um, There was a thing with McLaren. I actually wanted to add to this. Um, they McLaren asked Daniel Ricciardo to, move, to swap places with Lando. At one point in the race, was that like early? And it was kind of like early mid race. Hmm. Um, so Lando could test how his car runs in open air, I guess. And you know, Lando ended up getting on the podium. Ooh. But like, um, I don't know. Does does Daniel like Daniel's kind of always been in this position where they're like, okay, we need you to give the spot to your teammates for this and that. Um, Daniel He's finished like never truly number one. Yeah. Um, I don't remember where Daniel finished, like fifth or fourth, but yeah, I think so. I don't know. McLaren ran really well though yesterday. Mm-hmm. It was, yeah, they seem like one of their best races to me. They're like, what happened to Perez yesterday? Did he just like struggle? Where did he finish? Um, he started second. Right. Um, I think he had a rough start, but then I know he went off track. He went off track, and then he like made his way back up there. I think he got fourth. I think he's who got fourth. But oh, and he had a penalty. He had a penalty for something, and he, he had to like fourth. stop. He had to stop in his pit for like ten seconds at one point. That was like right around when Hamilton stalled. I forget what the penalty was for. He finished. But... I can't read. Oh, he finished eleventh. Okay, so he had issues. He needs. Once they iron out the issues, we'll see where he actually stacks up because they've Was again, it 11th? I probably sound like an idiot saying he's fourth. <laughs> I believed you. But no, yeah. I didn't, though, because I was like, mm, that's not right. He had a lot of issues, so I believe 11th. I thought he came back to fourth. Maybe he was just <laughs> running there for a while. The constructors are really interesting right now because I can't tell if Valtteri or Perez are, like, worse. Like, the constructors which constructors is probably going to come down to Perez and Botas. Basically, because it's like going to be so close between Max mm-hmm. and Lewis. And like, but then McLaren and Ferrari, they seem like the most two actually put together teams. Mm-hmm. Like, both of them are running consistent. Right. Um, and only of, two races so far, but you know. Speak of the manufacturers. What the hell happened to Aston Martin? 
They ran good last year. What the hell's going on? Apparently, the tea is that the rule changes were targeting the design philosophy that Racing Point Aston Martin had last year. Okay. So they had to change stuff. Apparently, mm-hmm. it also affected the Mercedes. Um, okay. And that might be why Red Bull's kind of with them now. Right. That's apparently what happened. Um, also, Vettel, mm-hmm. I think Vettel's kind of... He's has See, no confidence. I had high hopes for Vettel this year, but this has not been it. Because, yeah, I, I mean, he went yeah. to Racing Point, and Racing Point was, like, third almost in the constructors. Fourth. Yeah. Like, I thought they were going to be third again this year, like, fighting with McLaren. He's then Ferrari s- stepped it up, too, this year. Yeah, but. like, it's just... Mm, it's not a good time to be Sebastian Vettel. There's no confidence. I mean... No. I... We're only two races in, so, like, things can change, but... Mm-hmm. I had high hopes for them, and that this is not what I thought was going to happen at all. Mm-hmm. And then Alpine's been kind of quiet. Yeah, They're Alonso just... spun and George wrecked too. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of not like in front of them, but like when they were showing it, they zoomed out and Alonso was wrecked. Was yeah, that was funny. fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah. The, team, the team dynamics really, because I feel like a lot of teams improve, but at the cost mm-hmm. of like Racing Point, Aston Martin, they yeah. lost their shit. And um, honestly, Alpine might have declined just a teeny weeny bit. Yeah. So, yeah, that's interesting. Um, but yeah. I think that's all for F1 I got. Yeah, I will say I've been playing the F1 2020 game. I Me too. It was on sale. Uh, that game has given me such great appreciation, even more than I already had for it's so F1. Fun. Yeah, um, I had so much fun watching the race. Like I, it's so good. Um, yeah, yeah. I was like that when I first started playing the F1 game. Like the races yeah. were just so fun to watch. After I, that, I'm loving practice. I've mm-hmm. never enjoyed the practice, practice programs. Yeah, yes, so good. So good. I think it helps because the tracks are like really interesting too. Yeah. And, like, yeah. I don't really know the tracks. Miami! Know. We didn't even talk about Miami. Be Will later. Oh. What <laughs> <laughs> alert. I know what that means. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, moving on to IndyCar. Um, yes, IndyCar. Where do I start? Um, you know me and Alex are Joseph boys. Yeah. Joseph watched F1 in the morning and wanted to do his best George Russell impression. Oh, my God. So, <laughs> that happened. Um, I have never been so disappointed in Joseph Newgarden, ever. I mean, obviously, like, he made, he made a mistake. It is what it is. Right. I was still very disappointed. <laughs> yeah, it's like we waited 170 days and you're going to wreck on lap one? Come and- on. <laughs> And Twitter was like, well, some people were like championship implications, and some people on Twitter was like, ah, IndyCar's a joke. No, that is championship implications. No, for that, real, for yeah. real. Look real. how tight it is. Like he had a five, like a fifth place average finish last year, basically. And he lost. Still lost to Dixon. Like base now, Joseph can make up for this if he goes on an absolute tear and wins races. Same for Colton Herta, who, by the way, I think is just as much of a championship mm-hmm. contender, who is also in this incident. But then you have guys like Scott Dixon, who just finished third but, casually. Yep. Casually yep. just finished third, got all those points. That's not good. 
No. Just saying. It's going to take Joseph so long to catch up to that. Yeah. I, I, I think what Joseph is really going to have to do, when we get to, like, the month of May, I'm, he better have a damn good car at the Indy 500. He, he, needs he, needs, a, yeah. he will need to beat Scott Dixon in the Indy 500. Like, Indy 500 is double points. That's why. Yes, I, that, that's why. That's why, that's why yeah, I keep looking at it. Um, like, if you want to win this championship, you're going to have to beat Scott Dixon in the Indy 500, I think. And, you know, Dixon could easily win that race, too. He nearly yeah, he won last, last year. year. Mm-hmm. He's only won it once, but, like, hey. Because Dixon's, like, no matter if Dixon's, like, the fastest guy at whatever track or not, he's going to find a way to finish good. That's yeah. the thing. He's not going to have a lot of bad races. Right. And he very strangely did at the end of last season. That's why Joseph made up like 85 points yeah. or something crazy. Because Joseph was staying consistent while Scott was just having shitty races. Yeah. Which is but, rare. Nixon. But even then, it was like he was still able to get like a top 10 finish like right. out of it sometimes. He would still so, finish like 10th or 9th. And that was a bad race for Scott. Yeah. It's a bad race when you're fighting for the IndyCar championship, I feel like. It's it so is, tight. yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. this, I mean, this is really the best racing competition in America, period. Right, um, I agree. I think NASCAR has comparable parity sometimes, but their mm-hmm. championship format does not reflect it at all, and it's very sad. Um, and we just talked about double points race. They should just, for NASCAR, should just do double points at the end of the season. Just do it. Or quadruple points if they really want yeah the final race didn't mean so much i think we're not talking about nascar anyways indycar yeah yeah today's today's like very minimal nascar so (laughs) um but yeah indycar alex um, polo alex polo wow didn't expect i did not see this coming um we should have fat he was very fast in every single practice session. i don't know why we didn't see this coming he was fast last year in dale coin yeah, he was. So, um, I think it's just because I just assume Ganassi is basically just Scott Dixon and the rest. You know? Yeah, because normally it's just Scott Dixon, and then it's like, oh yeah, right. Marcus Erickson's there too. Erickson also ran right. good that yesterday. Like, like Ganassi yeah, as, did. A, as a team, besides that, DJ, were amazing. Yeah. Get, that was the best run overall for Ganassi since like the Dan Weldon, Dario Franchitti, Dixon mm-hmm. days. Yeah, like easy. One of the best Ganassi. Yeah, this is. Period. I can't wait to see them at the 500. I'm actually oh my really God. excited to see. I yeah. Just in general, the competition is so good. Like McLaren is. I feel like McLaren's better. Like we didn't really get to see Felix like race because mm-hmm. he got in that lap one. Well, what a bad no, debut still... for Felix too at McLaren. Well, didn't he come back to finish like? Hold up, let me get the results pulled up. IndyCar he came back first. out, but I think he only got ahead of like Joseph and. No, results. I think he like actually finished like in the top ten, dead ass. I, I think I don't. I might be so. capping. I think you are. I might be capping. Felix's car was airborne. Never mind. It's not. Fe- I'm thinking of um. Renus VK Renus. was in the wreck. That's who I'm thinking of. Renus. I don't know why I got yeah. them confused. Renus got in a sixth place finish. Okay. Yeah. Um, but let's talk about that wreck real quick. Uh, Ryan Hunter Ray. Tweeted something. He was in this wreck. Um, the arrow screen. Thank God, that, it that thing is life. incredible. Saved his life. I think that's probably like the sixth, seventh life that arrow screen's probably saved. Um, Joseph's wheel. Like Joseph was in the middle of oncoming traffic, was getting hit. And then 
his wheel got up on Hunter Ray's wind arrow screen. It would have been, it would have hit Ryan in the face. Yeah, it would have it would have been ugly. Like it would have been bad. Um, thank God. I, uh-huh. I I don't know what to say with that. It's not a good way to start the season, of course, for these teams. But I'm just glad safety prevailed once yeah. again. And that would have been um, awful. The first like a yeah. tragedy like with that all the first of, lap. With, all the momentum coming into the season, all the excitement around it. Like, yeah, it would have been awful. So, it would have um, been like Las Vegas 2.0. It would have been bad. But, like, this is why yeah. safety is so important. Yeah. As we go to Talladega this weekend. Yeah. And, you know, also, uh, they prevailed in the F1 race, too, with the Halo, with Georgia. Yeah. Both we talked about that, too. That yeah. would have been bad without like, the Halo. Like, honestly, so. as someone that comes from NASCAR, the idea of open cockpit race cars sounds stupid yeah it just sounds like such a what's the word like Like, why are you doing that like like we have advanced as humans we literally have the technology to not expose our Mm -hmm. faces and our heads to the elements of racing like Mm -hmm. and i'm glad i'm it kind of sucks that it took this long for indycar to develop an arrow screen i mean to be fair um, IndyCar needs very like specific things because the Halo doesn't work on oval racing when there's banking. True. So, yep. but I'm glad they developed the aero and, screen. I think the cars look awesome. By yeah, I was going to say it. the aero screens look sexy. So like, at first it was weird, Win-win. but now like I'm completely normal to it. They look like fucking rocket ships, especially yeah. with the air, the the oval aero package. They mm-hmm. look so clean. They look they, so cool. They look so cool. I love IndyCar. Oh. <laughs> but you know jimmy johnson this was his debut along with scott mclaughlin's second race first in his full season and roman grosjean his first you mean grosjean paul tracy grosjean yeah. god or dave burns <laughs> dave burns said roman grosjean like he said it with the most heavy <laughs> french accent that he could because roman obviously uh... has like a whole thing of, ba- of baguettes in his car with him like yeah that shit was so funny. How can y'all fuck up his name? The entire NBC crew. See, Lee Dippy said it normal because he well, probably yeah, Lee pronounced. Dippy, Lee Dippy knows what before. his name is. Yeah, he, he called F one before. Mm-hmm. Poor Townsend Paul. did good, I think. Yeah, because Townsend's not fucking stupid. <laughs> Paul Dave Be- Burns isn't fucking stupid either. I think Dave Burns at least like he tried. Yeah. Paul Tracy, he like he he heard how everyone else said it. And he was still like, nah, I'm going to say Grosjean because I like feet. I, <laughs> I'm racist I, and I, I like feet. I'm pretty sure he said it like that on purpose. We only have to do with Paul Tracy for five more races this year, I think. Yeah, Alex, so, let me know about that. And I yeah, hate Paul Tracy God. in the booth. It's We're almost done, I think. Our theory I is think, that Charlie yeah. Kimball is going to be in it instead when Paul Tracy's yeah. at the SRX races or whatever. That'd be so good. Like, even if it's just Townsend and Lee, I feel like it'd be great because, you know, yeah. Townsend still goes, whoa! So, like, you're going to have plenty of energy up there God. So. I, I kind of like, but I also hate when they do that, and they talked about it yesterday, and I was like, mm, I don't know if Townsend made fun of himself when he, yesterday it was funny. At least he's honest. I mean, like, yeah. it's their natural reaction, and honestly, it does kind of get me like, whoa, hey, shit, damn! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And Lee's really good at calling Rex. Not like Mike Joy level, yes. but he's pretty good. Mm-hmm. So. Um, but yeah, this race had strategy. It, was so good. it had racing. 
Uh, let's talk about Jimmy Johnson real quick. Had just... racing. Oh yeah, yeah for the racing. NASCAR fans watching, just in case you did not know, in case NBC didn't tell you, seven-time NASCAR champion Jimmy Johnson was in the or IndyCar race. Seven-time IndyCar champion, according to Paul Tracy. According to Paul Tracy, <laughs> but his facts aren't always straight. That's okay. They're alternative um, facts. They're alternative but, um, facts. Yeah, Jimmy Johnson made his way through this wreck. Um, it was not like Talladega, unlike Paul what Tracy. certain commentators said. Yeah, Paul Tracy. This is just a um, Paul Tracy hate episode. He's so stupid. Yeah, Get him off the booth. Terrible. Put me in there. Yeah, put Zach in the booth. I can say Wait. well, too. I'm like, whoa, damn! <laughs> um, yeah, Jimmy Johnson finished 19th in this race. He was three laps down. He spun on his own at one point, but he's having the time of his life. He, for him. So, two things. He mm-hmm. has really good... Well, it's one thing, but two different moments. He has really yeah. good car control under panic. Like, during mm-hmm. the crash, he didn't miss it like Talladega, but he didn't like break and lose control of his car like he broke yeah, and like yeah, yeah. he like kept his car kind of straight he stopped mm-hmm. and didn't hit anything i mean like he did what racers do but it's like a true rookie would have like probably wrecked trying to miss the wreck you know what i mean right he right. has car control under moments of panic and then i think there was another time where when he spun yeah, he spun and he didn't hit anything, which I thought was yeah. pretty impressive. He could have was... easily he could have easily hit the wall that was right there, but he didn't. He exactly. Did a fantastic job. That shows a lot of potential, I feel like. Like Yeah. Does that natural instinct of being able to control mm-hmm. the car when it's like spinning? I think that definitely yeah. comes from maybe some of NASCAR. I don't know how the cars really right. react, but mm-hmm. I just thought that was cool. I think that was impressive. You know, I don't I don't think Jimmy will ever like contend for wins or anything like that Mm -hmm. but you know he's having fun he's he's having so much fun it just makes me happy to see that Mm -hmm. he hasn't been happy in nascar we've been that's clear he hasn't um he's just riding the time of his life three laps down he's just chilling like i don't know what a cool thing this is what he wanted to do before nascar anyway so i'm so excited to see how he develops and i i hope he gets to run i hope he gets confident enough to run the indy 500 one day too um i think that's that would just be a big deal Mm -hmm. um because i want i really want to see how he develops as a road racer now and imza too i think i want him i want to see him in imza endurance races for like a long time you know what i mean i want to see a rolex win i really do Mm-hmm. So I, hope I hope they keep trying yeah i hope they keep trying i mean i think if they keep getting simon and K- kamui k- to come mm-hmm. back they're gonna yeah. get it eventually they oh, yeah. have to I they're too so. good um so then the other two roman grosjean and really good in this weekend uh yeah. way better than i thought he was under rick ware pa- teamed up with dale coin mm-hmm. uh i did not think he was gonna do this good he did he's top 10 the entire race yeah he qualified really good. Like he's got potential. I he could steal a win this yeah. year. I think. I don't know what track it's mm-hmm. going to be, but he could if things. If go he's already right. this. If he's already this good by late season, he could be contending. Yeah, like I, it wouldn't shock me. And I think it, again, good for him. Like good for him. Yeah. Him and Jimmy are in the same boat. They're in happier places in IndyCar. Yes. And one thing, one, one more thing about Jimmy. I think it's a success that he finished the race clean. Yes, definitely. That's, yeah, but I think we all already figured that. Anyways, but back to Roman. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's good. Um, a good race. It's just, that was his first race after the fiery Bahrain crash yeah. too. So yeah. 
That's a big deal. Um, and then and Scotty. Scott McLaughlin. He finished like what, 13th? 14th. 14th. Penske was kind of weird. Simon, where did Pins- Simon finish 12th? Passionode was terrible. He is kind of bad right now. Low key. Yeah. Last year he was kind of rough too, wasn't he? He was gonna lose his ride until he won the whole month of May and a couple years. Yeah, I remember that in 2019. Yeah, and then he had a good year in 2019. I feel like, like he was actually stepped it up. He and he won other races too that weren't at Mm -hmm. the month of May. Yeah, he won Iowa last year. He won one of the Iowa races. But um. Well, let's start with Team Penske and McLaughlin overall. Uh, Penske, they said this on the broadcast a couple of times, they added another test to Barber. They had four test days in, off the offseason. Mm-hmm. They did two of them at Barber. They, Penske just didn't really have speed. Like, well, power was there at the end of the race. This is not the Penske speed we're used to at, like, road courses. Um, it yeah, was very Joseph, unusual. Like, even, like, Newgarden even... In qualifying, wasn't, he wasn't that impressive. Got eighth in qualifying... Uh, in practices, they weren't really up there. Paginode was terrible. Will Power was ca- Will Power was kind of the only like decent one the whole weekend. Uh, McLaughlin yeah. did really good. This is his first like I would say his first actual race. I'd say same. Yeah, because he's had like a bunch of, of testing now. Yeah, um, he kept it clean. I would say where he's finished right where I thought he would. So mm-hmm. good, good for him. Um, I don't know. Penske's gonna need more speed if they wanna contend against Scott Dixon. It's yeah, <laughs> like Ganassi. And you like, know, it might might even be just Ganassi, as we said, because that was a beatdown by Polo. So. These are moments where I wish IndyCar had some kind of like a constructors championship where like maybe the top two yeah. teams from each mm-hmm. like multi-car organization, like That'd they cool. scored points. I feel like that would be kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Like NASCAR too, if NASCAR had something like that, but Right. I don't know. It's odd. Well, like, Penske. and you know, another McLaren outside of a McLaren a- ASMP, besides of a besides Felix, who had a very rough weekend. He crashed in practice yeah. in the pit road, and then he got airborne in the lap one wreck. Mm-hmm. He had speed. He had speed. He was top of the charts in practice for a little bit. But uh, Pato Award, he's on it. He's going to be a threat all year too. That and I was so disappointed, not only because he was my pick, but mm-hmm. he like that was his race to win. I feel like like from the get go, they were he, on the wrong strategy. They were on yeah. the wrong strategy. They burned up the tires. It just it was still entertaining I, seeing him try to recover that. But I just yeah. knew it was going to work. I think they were on the right strategy if that lap one wreck didn't happen. But that lap one right. wreck caused everyone to be able to save fuel and tires. Mm-hmm. So everyone else but he and Rossi and like Pagenaud maybe. Some others pitted earlier. But like everyone else went to that other strategy where they only had to pit a couple times mm-hmm. rather than three. Yeah. it. Yeah, I, I think, think Award probably had the card to beat. I wish we could have seen a head-to-head with Pillow and Award. Like yeah, because I think Pato still like he would have beaten him on a head-to-head fight. But of course it's in the card strategy. Him. Because Pato passed uh, yeah. Alex at one point, too. So, yeah. Yeah, I, and I agree. the crossover of the strategies. It... I don't... It's it's just like Pato, I feel like he has a lot of bad luck. Or not bad luck, yeah. it's just like these... The races... Little mistakes. Little things. Yeah, little things. It's yeah. like... They haven't been able to put a whole race together. And they said that on the broadcast. They have not been able to put yeah. a whole race together in 
you're going to have to to win the mm-hmm. championship, I think, against people like Scott Dixon. And yeah, um, Will Power, you know, I got really frustrated because I think they just didn't have enough fuel, but like he waited to use overtake till the final lap, I guess, because mm-hmm. they he had to just keep saving. I was really frustrated because I thought Will could give a shot at Alex. He, had he so said much in more his overtake. He said in his post-race interview that he had to wait till the last lap for fuel. Yeah. So it's unfortunate because I think Will, oh God, he has so much overtake left. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, he can do this easy. Nope. It was going to be yeah. a good finish. So yeah, like maybe one more, well, one more lap, probably not, but. Right. Oh, well, I'm, I'm hoping, I kind of want to see Will Power. Like, I feel like, you know, 2019 was pretty rough for him. 2020 yeah. was okay. Um, he won a few races. Like he yeah. won Indy. Like power is very hit or miss. He either dominates or he's like not necessarily not a factor. Just kind of like no, low yeah, no. Top. He he's either wins or he's not a factor. I feel like right. So Pagano, on the other hand, is either up front or like twentieth. Yeah, Pagano, he's gotta <laughs> go. Um, <laughs> I'm see, sorry, I, he's gotta go. I, I really like Simon. I love him. I, I, I tweeted this on, I tweeted this, like, uh, when Joseph wrecked out, his, his uh, strategist is Austin's Austin dad. Cindric's dad. Yeah, Austin's dad. Let's call him Austin's We don't call dad. him Tim. We call him Austin's dad. Yeah. Like, we're, like we're so, kids uh, talking about our <laughs> friend's dads. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Austin's, Austin's dad. dad is basically who runs the IndyCar program for Team Penske. He should, I'm hoping he was, like, writing down an idea, like a plan to get Pato Award to Penske. Because Pato's mm-hmm. contract with McLaren ends at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. I don't know when Simon's ends, but I'm just saying. Yeah. If I'm feel- him, I'm like, I'm sitting there like, I have all this time. Joseph's out of the race. Joseph, I have all this try. time now. <laughs> I'm going to go. I'm not, I'm not watching NASCAR. Well, his son was in the NASCAR race. Maybe he went and watched True. NASCAR. Maybe, Maybe he, he went and watched NASCAR. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot Austin was in the race yesterday. That's true. Um, I don't know, man. I... If I'm if I'm Team Penske, I want to get Pato Award. I'm making a bid for him. I know, but here's the thing: the McLaren, they I feel like they got hella money for sure. But I kind of think Pato's outrunning their actual equipment, kind of like how Dixon does Ganassi. T. So Pato would probably prefer to like go if, to Penske. If I'm Pato, I don't. I'm. I'd be getting offers from everywhere. I I was telling our one of our friends on who the Prelix IndyCar that. Uh, um, I think that Pato will either go to Penske to replace Passionate or Power or go to Ganassi whenever Dixon's done. I don't think he's going to stay at McLaren forever. I, I yeah. don't see that. If he waits till that nine car opens up, look out. <laughs> I, I think he could be a monster over at Ganassi. He could be a next, like, he could be the next Scott Dixon. Yes. I, I mean, he's so talented and. Mm-hmm. I, it is. I'm interested to see McLaren at the 500 when they have Montoya and um. Yeah, because they kind of sucked there last year. Yeah. It's yeah. Montoya. I want to get their um. I just want to see how they do with like. I wish Montoya would run the Indy GP too. I don't know. If I he, think he uh, is. He is good. I think so. They announced that. Okay, good. Because I want to see like what Montoya can do in that car too. Yeah. You know? Like I, I just right. want to see. Um. But no, Pato. I think he would be a monster at Penske or Ganassi, but I think in terms Definitely. not to be what's his name, Robin Miller, but for the balance yeah. of like power sake uh-huh. like, 
because mm-hmm. I, I thought it was cool yesterday. We saw McLaren and Freddie, Penske and Ganassi all in the top four at one point yesterday. Yeah. I like that about IndyCar. You know, yeah. I want there to be a star driver at each team. For um, sure. And right now we have that. We have Rossi, yeah. Award, Dixon, Newgarden. Easy. Yeah. Um, so I think Pato totally at agree. McLaren keeps that balance. And I hope yeah. McLaren finds a way to keep him and make him a, oh, I, make him a star. I totally agree. That'd be a fantastic if Pato just yeah. at McLaren. Just realistically, just though, yeah. I just don't know if that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Like, Pato, maybe he'll stay loyal, but that could be a mistake. Like, we saw that with Kyle Larson and NASCAR. Yeah, with Ganassi. Like, yeah, Ganassi, I didn't realize. He was too lo- like, I didn't realize how much Ganassi sucked. <laughs> God, they like, suck. But hey, Pato could go to Ganassi and IndyCar, and I think kick some ass. Mm-hmm. So, I'm just saying. Yeah, because that's we'll where they're see. spending all their their funding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus. And you know, I would say the same thing about Alexander Rossi and staying at Andretti. He's probably not their number one. I would say it's more Colton Herta now that Herta's in house. Yeah. And you know, Rossi had the chance. It sounded like to go to Penske a few years ago, but then they kept Pagano. What if he goes so, to Penske? Yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of lot of things. I love IndyCar. Love IndyCar. See, uh, the best <laughs> racing series. Oh my god, this shit's so absolutely. Good. And the best part, we don't have to wait a month for the next race. It's next week at St. Pete. Next week, and then we have two races at Texas, and then it's the month of May. Boom. It's like we got like what? Like how many races? Like we have four races in these three weeks right and then i think we yeah. get a week off and then it's the month of may like oh my god this I'm is probably ready. the best schedule in a long time it sucks they had to wait they waited because they wanted fans at the track for financial stuff but yeah. i don't know love it this is, keep this kind of schedule don't make us watch and then wait a month mm-hmm. anymore. yeah don't it's ever got, do that it's again. good that saint pete was not in march at this point <laughs> yes yeah um and also Again, the only thing that could make this better is more ovals. Like mm-hmm. Charlotte, I, I think IndyCar has like a bad history at Charlotte because I think a bad accident happened there in the late nineties. I wouldn't know. They did test the roval with Joseph. A few yeah. Years ago. Yeah, I really, yeah, so. I really, I want them at the roval, but like, there's gotta be some oval that wants IndyCar, please. That's not. I Texas. don't know if it would happen. I don't know if it would happen, but Kansas would be really cool. <gasps> I'm not just saying that because of me. But Kansas would be really cool. And those had pretty good crowds, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I was a kid. I don't remember. Because they raced at like all the mile and a half back in the day. Like when it yeah. was like IRL. Like um, Iowa's probably dead, unfortunately. So unfortunately, go to Richmond. Because that was Richmond their second. Another chance. Yeah. I know. I want it back at Richmond, but apparently something to do with NASCAR. They don't want it. or oh, It's just Whatever. some bullshit. It's just <laughs> like yeah. I think IndyCar – Remember its roots. It's Indianapolis. Get some ovals yep. on the damn schedule, please. Yeah. It's always something. No motorsport has like a good schedule, good racing, an actual championship format. Like IndyCar is the closest to the perfection of motorsport. It's just mm-hmm. a schedule. I think that's the only get the schedule spot fixed. right now. And the marketing, but I think that has improved a little mm-hmm. bit this year. Yeah. A little bit. <laughs> a little bit. There was like barely um, any commercials yesterday, by the way, like full screen commercials. It was basically just Carvana, which yeah. like good. I'm I'm glad to see that because that's I a new fuck sport. with the Carvana new commercials. Sport. Yeah, mm-hmm. I want Jimmy's IndyCar diecast and merch. That shit's nice. Mm-hmm. I like the yellow and mm-hmm. blue. All right, are you ready to talk about NASCAR? I only watched the last sixty laps. So I watched be like short and sweet. 
as soon as the IndyCar race ended, I saw I saw Alex's interview, not you, but Polo. Yeah, I <laughs> gave an interview Al- on NBC. The title of this episode will probably be something with like Alex, Alex, and Alex. Yeah. <laughs> something like that. I don't know. Zach and Alex talk about Alex and Alex winning. That's probably what yeah. it's going to be. Um, this was Alex, Max, had- and Alex winning. Max, <laughs> Alex, Al- oh God, that's, that's too many. L- lots of X's. Lots of X's. <laughs> Anyways, um, sorry. But I yeah, watched yeah, the um, last basically 100 laps. Um, I thought it was pretty good. Some people disagree. <laughs> um, what did you think, Alex? I want to hear what you have to say. I watched like the last 60 laps. I thought it was okay. Um, yeah, it was okay. It wasn't like amazing, but it was okay. Um, I don't know. It's a typical Richmond race. That track's not that exciting, but like it doesn't have to be crazy you know mm-hmm. um i like the battle between hamlin and logano that was good that was very the, good i almost wish the I, caution didn't come out it was so i good. like i like who won ended up winning the race but it would have been cool to see that play out because they traded the lead a couple times and i think bowman winning was actually a good pure like surprise winner like yeah the caution yeah. came out but it's he still ha- he still went and passed hamlin like it was nothing yeah yeah i thought I, that was fucking cool I don't think of Alex Bowman as someone who's like an insanely good restarter either. Yeah. And I think Avery Hage tweeted out that Alex Bowman was one of the lowest rated good restarts or whatever. Mm-hmm. So this was like a shocker, really. Yeah, he pulled it. He executed perfectly. And everyone on Twitter was talking about it. Alex Bowman has speed. If they get a caution, uh-huh. watch out. And that's exactly what happened. Yep. What I sucks, saw those though. tweets during IndyCar. I was like, oh, man. I'm like, I don't bet. I don't believe it. But like it happened so what sucks though is i was starting to hype up denny hamlin like i was screaming denny hamlin like denny hamlin about to beat this boy's ass in reference to joey logano <laughs> uh-huh. i was so excited for denny hamlin and honestly i like him more than bowman at this point yeah. because Bo- i don't know why bowman for me i think it's because i'm kind of a hipster and a lot of people like bowman and i'm just uh-huh. like He's like my third favorite, but I don't yeah. know. I really wanted to see Hamlin win for some reason. Right. But anyway, I'm still happy for Alex. I was screaming at when he won too. I was like, that's my boyfriend. He just <laughs> won. He's so cute. And he was like crying. I think he was crying oh. at the end. It was so sweet. Like I, I'm really happy for him. Apparently they lost the 48 team or the now 48 that, team. Yeah, they the lost like 48. crew members over the off season, which I did not know about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That sucks. That's yeah. sad. It it's a good story for them though, and it's like you know they're dedicating the win to the guy that passed away. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, very emotional win, and you know it 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 took away because a lot of Logano and Hamlin aren't exactly fan favorites. I would say Bowman is, and he's in the forty eight car now. He replaced Dale Junior. and is now in the forty eight. Yeah, it was a magical so I, like moment for people. Yeah, I would I would say win. fans. Fans like the finished, I would say. And what a day for Jimmy Johnson. His old number wins, not his old car. His old number. Yeah. Fans. It's not his old car. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy's old car finished like 27th with Kyle Larson. Yeah, yesterday. but they already won but it in anyway. Las Vegas this year. So, like, True. get over it. Like, But, yeah. <laughs> so, the, Jimmy's first day in IndyCar, the, his old number goes back to victory lane. I think that's really cool. That's It is really cool. Um, yeah. I don't... I, I don't really have anything to say about Richmond otherwise. I have a lot to say. Not a lot, but it's like people... Uh, 
people are trying to fix Richmond when honestly it's fine. Like it's yeah, not you a were, true short track, but it's still you were like, yelling at me the other last night. It's like I think it's <laughs> I, for, I think it's boring. I honestly, didn't think the race was boring. I didn't watch it, but I thought I mean this is a restart, and I don't like using mm-hmm. restarts as examples of good racing, but I always think back to that 2014 race where they were like four cars under a blanket. I remember. I kind of yeah. saw shades of that after a few laps after that final restart, and they were all running mm-hmm. together. I know the Xfinity race was really good last year. Like, it was so good, the racing mm-hmm. I saw. Um, the truck race, though, I saw in person, it was okay. There were some good side-by-side yeah. battles, and I think yeah. that's what Richmond gets really well, the side-by-side battles. They're really good. Yeah. Um, same with Martinsville. Like, Martinsville has other things going for it, but Martinsville also yeah. has really good side-by-side battles. Um, I mean, it's still better, like, than most tracks, I think. Yeah, totally. I just think totally. people... I don't know. I just don't think Richmond acts like a short track as it's supposed to. Yeah. You know? I feel like it acts like a small mile and a half. You're that's why I'm like I think you're kind of right. Yeah, that's why I don't really care. But for I feel it like it now. used to act like a short track. I don't know if it's because it the cars used to have more horsepower, so they had to brake more, but mm-hmm. I it, something's different. And I don't know if it's actually the track, because I feel like I don't know, Xfinity think... still runs there pretty good. And... True. And Iowa Speedway is kind of the same layout, and it was pretty good. I, Iowa, well, what Iowa has going for it, I think, is progressive banking, too. And I was, I was wondering mm-hmm. if Richmond wants to try that. I would be up for Maybe it. Maybe Richmond could do that. I don't know. Yeah. Do like, not. Richmond, put, should stay, Richmond should stay a short track and don't put PJ1 on it. I'm assuming they're going to say. They're going to put it. I know they will September. I know the fuck they will do that. Then it's going to make it worse. <laughs> it's going to make it one lane in the middle. They haven't. They haven't learned their lesson. It's going to make it, it worse. It has maybe kind of helped Bristol. New Hampshire. It's helped New Hampshire. I think it's helped New Hampshire. New Hampshire is a hell of a lot better than it was like five years ago. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. Those two tracks. Nothing. In Phoenix, um, it's yeah. not really good. No. Pocono. Pocono's Pocono. You're not going to fix Pocono with fucking sticky glue. You know, we, we talked about Richmond. Like We talked about Phoenix a few weeks ago, right? Where we didn't really... It was like, okay... But like it could be better. It's mm-hmm. kind of the same thing as Richmond. Like I didn't watch this race, but like I know how Richmond races are. Like yeah. you kind of get what you get. Um, it's like they don't have the same charm they used to. Like this style of track, Phoenix and Richmond. Yeah, I don't not know really what's wrong tracks. with it. Like, because yeah. I feel like it used to be better. Like it was like actual probably, short track racing. It's it's probably the cars because they probably. can't be as aggressive. Yeah. Like, I mean, you can see that if you watch a Martinsville Xfinity race versus a Martinsville Cup race, they are a lot less aggressive in the Cup race. I noticed that. Because they can't, like, you know... They can't bump. They'll cut a tire, or, like, if they touch it all, it's going to, like, screw up their arrow. It's, like, it's ridiculous. That's why, and a lot of people are getting on Hamlin for not moving Logano yesterday. Well, I think Hamlin's really smart. He was trying. Hamlin was kind of trying to move him. him. But, like, he can't just run into him. He's going to fuck up their cars. Yeah. You can't get a tire can't rub. You can't. Yeah. You can't go so hard. So they have to be more conservative, mm-hmm. often. Yeah. Like, so, I, I think know. Denny did all he could. It wasn't like Dirt Bristol where he just handed the win to Joey. Well, he also had time left but, too. Like true. people were really criticizing Denny. Like, oh, he should have just moved him. Well, like everyone's ready to criticize Denny because he didn't win the championship, but he's more than capable of a driver. I don't he like number one. He has three Daytona 500s in an era where winning the Daytona mm-hmm. 500 is like winning the lottery. 
Yeah. Number two, yeah. like if he did pass Logano, Bowman was still going to win that race because Kevin Harvick would have still cut a tire and the caution still yeah. would have come out. It honestly, mm-hmm. the Logano and Hamlin battle was kind of ir- irrelevant. Yeah. Which sucks. That's why I hate cautions, but whatever. Yeah. Hamlin, like, he, he still also had like 20 laps left. Mm-hmm. Like, and he was obviously faster, but whatever. Right. And in terms uh, of Richmond, leave it. Al- I mean, it's fine. I want to see well that how the Gen Seven runs at Richmond and Phoenix. I Those think two specifically. I think it might be better because I don't know if hmm, I don't know if a car having like better braking power makes racing better or not. Mm-hmm. I feel like it won't. I don't because the don't next know. gen car. <laughs> I think the next gen car has better brakes. Yeah, if they can bump and bang more, I think that'll help a lot. Which supposedly yeah. they can. People say they can, but I don't. We'll see what actually happens. What people though? Like they're capping. I know they're just making shit up. Like, Are they hanging it? out with Christian Espinoza in the Charlotte, in his little Charlotte <laughs> apartment? Oh yeah, no, I saw them beating like, and banging. Has Bob and Adam Stern said this yet? I don't or has so. a driver said this? Tyler Reddick says it's harder to drive. That's about the extent I've heard. I haven't heard that they can like, you know, hit each other. That might help Richmond a bit too. Yeah. I don't know. Like, you know, when Dale Jr. and Kyle Busch are wrecking each other at Richmond? Yeah. We don't see that now. I think the closest thing we got was when Edwards moved Kyle Busch. I saw, during the truck race, I saw some trucks. They were, like, Matt Crafton, he almost Uh ate shit in the wall. He got so loose out of the groove. There was a Mm. lot of trucks getting very loose, especially off turn four, too. It was really fun to watch. That's one thing Mm. about at least the truck race I found really entertaining seeing cars. Yeah. Like turn one was really hard for a lot of trucks too. And that's why yeah. a lot of them wrecked. Now some of it was probably driver error and that's right. I don't know. I need to watch more Richmond races. Like, I feel like I've been to a lot, but I, I don't know. Watching Same with in, me in Kansas. Yeah. Cause I'm obviously biased mm-hmm. cause it's my home track, but yeah. I also feel like it's good. Yeah, I, I don't know. Anyways, leave. No, her- I, I get what you're saying. Also, Alex Bowman won end it now, so it's either getting demolished or remodeled. Yeah, maybe they'll add progressive banking like I Iowa. Would be make down it, with that. Just just pick up Iowa and plop it in Richmond. Just it's yeah. the exact same track basically, but a yeah, I was just like bigger. I think yeah. Richmond's probably Richmond has a better foundation in terms of like it's tighter. Like, it's, it's a mm-hmm. short track. And Richmond's in a better location, too, now that I've seen it in person. Yeah. You took me there. It's, yeah. It's, I was in the, like, 40 miles east I live, so. Yeah, I, like, I live in Richmond right now, like, the city. Yeah. And it's, like, not even a 15-minute drive to the track. Yeah. So. so people are more inclined to go, but, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, any other thoughts on NASCAR this weekend? Um, besides leave Richmond alone, um, not really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Okay. Uh, no thoughts. We are now at eight drivers who have won a race. Um, I still don't think we're going to get the 16. I think you're going to have either Truex or Hamlin come in with like five wins to the playoffs. But I could see that. I think people who are thinking we're going to get 16 are a little delusional. I think we might yeah. get close, probably the closest we'll get, but I don't think we're going to see that. Yeah, I think we'll have a better idea after this weekend. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Depending on who wins like, Talladega. 
if Stenhouse wins or someone like that, yeah. Or Bubba or Eric Jones or um, somebody. Yeah. Or... Um, one other thing of Richmond, actually. Uh, Stuart Haas Racing, Eric Almirola was in they the top five good. at the end of that race. They ran good. Yeah. Kevin Harvick, too, uh, actually ran surprisingly good for a short track. I, I don't know about Briscoe and Custer. I didn't watch long enough to see where they were. But Almirola were... is in the top five. Yeah, Briscoe and Custer, they were not really... Yeah, they they ran they ran where they run, unfortunately. Yeah, has always been good at Richmond. I will say that that I'm very you're right curious. I think he has been. He I led a few laps a few years ago, so that I was remember. probably one of his main shots to get a win. Unfortunately for him, I think but, I remember that. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Oh, weird how I remember that. <laughs> okay, are you ready for two to go? You spoiled two to go. Earlier. Oh, that was the best part about the truck race. I didn't have to listen to Vince Welch. <laughs> I didn't watch a truck race at all. I watched no. like the last like five laps. Yeah, you really didn't so. miss anything though. Like honestly, no. they just wrecked the whole time. I still all fun. right. Are you are you ready for two to go? Your favorite segment? Yes, sir. I'm ready. I'm excited. All right. Let me get my phone. Where the hell did I put it? <laughs> do, do 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 do. Uh, Zach, can you distract for a second while I look for my phone? I know how to get distracted. <laughs> I don't know how to distract other people. Um, what's on my mind in terms of racing? So the F1 game, I played last night at Zanvoort. Okay. Uh, okay, I was telling them about my F1 game experience. I finished P8 at Zanvoort last night. I need to start doing the manual fuel mix again because, like, I let mm-hmm. the game do it last night and it just it does it in a stupid ass way. Like I had like 0.6 laps of fuel left over and I'm like uh-huh. Like actually mm. auto use it. Like use rich mix when I have too much fuel. Like just whatever. Oh, I have to like manually move it over to rich mix. I'm about to do a manual now. I'll just get over it. I just want to focus on driving though mm. and I get overwhelmed. But it's okay. I'll get over it. <laughs> I sorry about that. I had to find my phone cuz I use it like time zack uh it was like under a pillow anyway are you ready i'm ready real this time yep okay we have five questions two to go two minutes here we go thoughts on nascar wanting to shorten the final stage to prevent long runs bob pockris tweeted about this it's a word that starts with f and rhymes with baguette they're fucking stupid do not do that shit (laughs) don't Stop. They're fucking... St- what is the point? Just throw the caution with five to go at that point if y'all don't want to have a race. Because if you look at the IndyCar race yesterday, they raced basically the entire race under green almost. Like yeah. 82 laps. And still, Will Power was right there at the end. They had four drivers within like two seconds of the Like Denny Hamlin and Joey Logano off a long run were about to have a good finish. Yeah. Like... And it's a short track. They're going to wreck eventually. I know it's Richmond. They don't wreck a lot. No, they'll wreck eventually. Yeah. They will. I promise you. And if they don't, get over it. Um, F1 is coming to Miami in 2022. Where else would you like to see F1 race? Easily Indianapolis because it's like the biggest motorsports facility, like, period. Mm. It's just, it's Indianapolis. They need yeah. to be, they need to go back there, rewrite history. That'd be so cool. Yeah, it's one of only two FIA grade one tracks in America, along with mm-hmm. Coda. Um, mm. And Coda's whatever. I, if they get, like, honestly, Indy and Miami, I'm fine with because I don't think they're going to yeah. do three races in the States. Um, I, don't I think, think Indy's so. it. I can't think of anything else. Okay. Uh, favorite IndyCar livery from the season opener? Um, 
Pelosa's really good. Some people said it looked like Four Rosso's old car. I disagree. I didn't really mm-hmm. see that. Um, I don't know. There's probably one that really stuck out to me. I liked Will Powers. I think I'm glad it's black for the whole season now. It I like so that whole sick. thing too. It looks so sick. Okay. Who's the bigger choke artist? Ken Roxon or Kyle Larson? Ken, Ken Roxon from Supercross. Ken yeah. Roxon. Oh my god, he choked a fucking 12 second lead. 12 second lead. At Atlanta this past weekend. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, and um, they both have choked at Atlanta. So, at Atlanta. Yeah. <laughs> at Atlanta. God, that's funny. Atlanta's the new choke track. Um Kyle Larson, he doesn't choke that much. I mean, he didn't choke at the chili bowl, which I thought he was going to. So mm. Okay, last question. You're over two minutes, but I really want to do this one. NASCAR asked you to give the command to start engines. Give us the command. Um, <laughs> At the microphone right now, Zach. This is awkward. Um, Driver, start your engine. No, I'm, I sound fucking gay. I can't. How would I do you it and not sound gay so I don't get hate crimes? You are gay, though. I don't want them to know that. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just or- do your Vince Walsh voice or something. <laughs> Drivers! Oh, let me do it in my manly voice. Drivers! Start your engines! That's Hell my yeah. Voice. It's not a good <laughs> voice, sound, though. That sounds like a pre-recorded thing from like NASCAR Racing 2003 or something. <laughs> oh my god. That's awful. Well, well, that was a fun segment. Good job, yes. Alex, with the questions. Thank this you. One. We took a little break from it. I had to come up with new ones. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I'm excited for Miami. I am. Yes. It's cool. Um, the track looks kind of stupid though, but it's not yeah, that it kind of it's kind of like the Nashville track that IndyCar is doing. It's around like a stadium, and yeah. it's all, but it's like smaller, and it's also kind of like the Chicago track NASCAR is doing on iRacing. I feel like it's no the, the problem with the Miami track for me is there's a lot of Mickey Mouse like turns where they just it's just you, someone yeah. just scribbled it, and it's just like what's the point of making an F1 car go through this? Just give them passing zones. The Chicago be, street course is more just a bunch of right-handed or right, right angles. Yeah. That's which I think is fine. Maybe I'll be curious NASCAR. how that race goes next year at Miami. Um, so NASCAR's going to Talladega, race pick time. Um, you know, it's kind of a crapshoot. Whoever I'm wins trying to think who won there last year, it was a uh, Ryan Blaney, Blaney and, and Denny Hamlin. Yep. Okay. Okay, I got my pick. Okay, me too. It's kind of dumb though. Okay. I mean, it's Talladega, so it doesn't matter. Well, <laughs> now that now my pick's probably gonna wreck. You know, like you just know they're gonna wreck. Yeah. Like, oh. Yeah. No, no, Cap. I have faith. I have faith. All right, you ready? Okay. Yeah, I'm ready. I one, two, three. Kislowski. Eric Jones. I knew you were gonna pick Eric Jones. I was gonna pick Bubba Wallace, but I was like, I was like feeling the vibe, and I was like, nah, not time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I like your pick. Well, this is always a good pick there. But he here's the thing: he's either he always fucking wrecks, but <laughs> he almost won Daytona, and I figure mm-hmm. they're gonna run up front at Talladega again. I think this time he'll get it. Penske's so. gonna be up front again for sure. Um, and he hasn't won the season yet, and I again I just feel like it's time for him yeah. to win. Like I've been picking Keselowski. I picked Logano at Richmond. Right, mm-hmm. and I picked Kislowski and Martinsville. I've been picking Team Penske like every you have. Mm-hmm. I it, it's because I don't know why. I just feel like it's their time to win and cup again. Yeah. Um. So I picked Eric Jones actually back in like 
February, January, whenever we did our preseason episode of this, um, I said Eric Jones is going to win at Talladega. And it's going to be before Bubba Wallace gets a win. And all the racists are going to just have a heyday with it. It's because it's going to be in Bubba's old car, blah, blah, blah. At Talladega, you know, I feel like that's what's going to happen. I still think it. Um, and, you know, it would fit the theme with the season where we've had just kind of random winners, if you want to call it that. Mm-hmm. I could see it. And Eric yeah. Jones is a hell of a plate racer. He's won Daytona twice, if you count the clash. And then he also mm-hmm. won the July race. Um, and then that 43 team is always good at Daytona, too. So, See, here's the thing, too. I was thinking about this last night. I feel like since 2014, the playoff era, all the mediocre teams have focused on their super speedway program. Mm-hmm. So it's like everyone's good at super speedways. And I wonder if that kind of like also urgency to get a win at those tracks mm-hmm. has increased. That's why we've seen an increase in wrecks. Um, right. The theory is stage racing and there's data to back it up. But I also think the playoff culture yeah, has also kind of contributed to that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, because I mean, think about it. JTG, Petty, um, maybe even Richard Childress racing like I would say Roush, too. Roush, definitely Roush, especially when they had Ricky. Like, they have to focus Mm -hmm. those super speedway programs because those are literally their only shot to get into the playoffs. Mm -hmm. And that's more prize money at the end of the year. Yeah. Just for winning one race. So. I would also throw Wood Brothers in there. Would definitely Wood Brothers. They won the Daytona 500 Bane, and they nearly won a Blaney a time or two. Matt DiBenedetto so. was there at the finish last yeah. year. I mean, think about it. Like, Matt DiBenedetto, yeah. like, Wood Brothers, all those teams we just mentioned, they have all finished really close up at the mm-hmm. front or have won these plate tracks. Like, Ryan Newman's best tracks right now are the plate tracks. Yeah. My, and you can also say that about Stenhouse, Michael McDowell. Like, yep. So many my, my, my dark horse pick if I didn't say Eric Jones are in the season, I would have said Daniel Suarez. Daniel Suarez Teeth. has always been very good at super speedways. Um, and he's been really good this season too, but like even 96 car, the 90, the 19 or the 41, he was always a factor mm-hmm. in these Teeth. races. And the 99, that's a very good team, way better than we expected. It'd be my second pick. Yeah, we we didn't get to see how they performed in the 500 because they were in that really early wreck. Yeah. yeah, They better behave themselves this time. Jesus. Oh, I know. Good thing, though, IndyCar is going to be at noon Eastern and not during the NASCAR race. So be able to watch the Demo Derby live. Yeah, so... (laughs) Alex, you didn't, like, watch the beginning of NASCAR at all, did you? No. Because I had... So I have two monitors, basically, Mm -hmm. and... I had IndyCar on my big one and NASCAR on my little one, and I had the audio from IndyCar, so I could, like, keep an eye on, like, the running order mm-hmm. of the NASCAR race. Mm-hmm. But I was still just watching IndyCar, and I like that. Um, mm-hmm. I was still a little bit overwhelmed with watching two races, but, like, NASCAR at Richmond, there's not really any strategy to keep up with, which, mm-hmm. unfortunately, but thankfully. So, right, that was a thing. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't smart on NASCAR or IndyCar specifically, I would say, to schedule this alongside NASCAR, especially Jimmy Johnson's debut. Yeah, I think like, like, just do it at noon. Or to be fair, NASCAR, this race was normally at night. 
yeah like a year ago so maybe that's what they were just anticipating but i don't know i i think it's more like my mind i don't care but still you're trying to get these nascar fans to watch it would have been nice if it was like one o'clock eastern time because then at least like we would have been able to see more than nascar it's like i mean i don't mind missing the first half of the race but Mm -hmm. a little too much yeah (sighs) it is what Um, it is IndyCar is at St. Petersburg. This was the season finale last year mm-hmm. for IndyCar because the schedule got all messed up. Um, reigning winner is Joseph Newgarden. Um, I texted you last night that I am no longer picking my favorites for our podcast because they just have bad luck when I do and when I don't, they win. So mm-hmm. <laughs> um, this, You're playing the long game. You're playing the long I, game. Perhaps I am. I'm trying to think uh, of my pick right now. I don't really know. Yeah. This, it's a street course. Hmm. I should have thought of it before. It's hard. See, IndyCar's mm-hmm. hard. The parody. Mm. In IndyCar, there's like 12 of them that could win. I said, I've been saying eight, but I think it's 12. It's the definitely way 12. Ganassi ran. Yeah. Um, and you never know. Like, Pagano could have a really good race out of nowhere. Like it's crazy. Hmm. Yeah, that's true. Passionate won at Toronto, like a street course, I think in 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I almost have my pick. I'm trying to dial it down. It's so hard. It's very hard. Jesus. Can some of y'all suck? <laughs> um this is so hard. Mm-hmm. What am I who am I supposed to pick? Okay. I think I'm I, I gotta make a decision. Solid. I'm indecisive. I'm okay. I got this one. I got this one, and then maybe who was the other person I was thinking of? I need to make a decision. I don't want to pick them. It's hard. I'm gonna look up the results right now just to kind of confirm. Oh, right. Do that we was to the, read you the results. Do we read, read, read the top like, 10? Yeah, from St. Pete last year. Go ahead. Okay. So, top 10 was Joseph Newgarden, Pato Award, Scott Dixon. That's top three, given. Uh, Sebastian Bourdais in the 14 car was fourth. He's really Ryan Hunter Ray, Simon Pagino, Marcus Erickson, Charlie Kimball, who's not in the race, I don't believe. Graham Rahal, Takuma Sato. That was the top 10. Okay. I got my pick. I got my pick. Okay. All right. One, two, three, Rossi. Pato Award. I almost picked Pato again. Because I know he's going to win eventually. Um, I yeah. almost picked him again. I don't think... He was pretty... See, Rossi was really good there mm-hmm. last time we were there. So... He should have won that race, but he ended up wrecking. That's why. And he was he had good pace. Wasn't he on the wrong strategy yesterday? Yep. He I was on to, the same strategy as Pato. Yeah. I have faith that he's going to... Colton was also really good at St. Pete. Maybe I should have picked Colton instead. I don't know. But uh-huh. I'm going with Rossi. I... Part of me wanted to pick Joseph, but I'm not confident in him right now, so I'm not going yeah. to. I don't think he's going to... I don't see him bouncing back and winning St. Pete. I think, unfortunately... It's a it's, very, it'd be a very Joseph thing to do, but I think he's... Grad, he, like, he, like, gradually builds back up, though. That's he the doesn't thing. usually... But also, when I he, I feel like, like I've never seen Joseph... Really bad, when he had his really bad crash in 2016 at Texas, he came back and won, led, like, every lap at Iowa, like, two weeks later or something. Yeah, it's like he's, he's good at Iowa. I know that's like his that's like his baby. He's good at St. Pete too, so it's like he is good at St. Pete. It's but just... Barber's also one of Joseph's best tracks, and Papinski was not on it. 
So I'm hesitant to pick Pinsky until we see something otherwise. Yeah, but IndyCar is just so unpredictable. It could have just been an off yeah. weekend for them. Like it might not mm-hmm. be telling of their season so far. Right. So it's like, I I think all signs to me are pointing that Joseph's not going to win. Mm-hmm. St. Pete, I, I think, think he can run good. Decent weekend though. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Because um, I think it'll so, take till like, sorry, yeah. I keep cutting you off. I think it's going to no, take till ahead. like the month of May before he's like. Like, I think he'll win. He could win the Indy GP again. Or not again, but he'll win the Indy road course. Uh-huh. I can see that. For sure. So, I picked Pato. You picked Pato for this past week. And you got the point for IndyCar. Yeah. Fantasy game we play. Um, Pato's going to win at some point. I think when he does, he's yeah, not going to stop. That's why he's, so, like, my default pick. Because yeah. he's going to win eventually. He's, He's the Sheldon Creed of this year for us. <laughs> we just kept picking Sheldon year. Creed, yep. <laughs> that's 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 why we stopped, because it's like, we're just going to pick Sheldon Creed every week. But no. Or now John Hunter Nemechek. I don't want... Sorry, you yeah, froze, and I said John Hunter Nemechek. What did you say? I didn't oh, hear you. It's okay. I said that Pato Ward's going to win at some point. So right. it's like, we're going to keep picking him until he does. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Yeah, really good picks. IndyCar's great. Please watch it if you don't. If you, if you didn't watch, you missed out. Seriously. Please make an IndyCar video game, somebody, please. please. I want to play it so bad. Oh, me too. But put Fantasy Ovals in there so we actually have Oval Tracks yeah. to race on. Yeah, NTT Raceway can be Iowa. We've had this, we had a discussion on here before. Yeah, like make so a like Fantasy Pokemon. <laughs> Literally just like copy the track designs because I don't think you mm-hmm. can copyright track designs and just like... right. Put different, like, Speedway, Raceway, Speedway, like, mm-hmm. Speedway Fuel, like, Speedway. You know that, Pinsky has so many sponsors, just do all those, all the sponsors. Pinsky owns a series, just yeah. do it. Uh-huh. Menard Speedway, Car Shop Raceway, um, PPG something something. Yeah, like, put a bunch of ovals, maybe some of the mile and a half they used to race on, maybe do some yeah. completely fantasy ovals that we haven't seen before, that would yeah. be fun. Yeah. racing games need to do more fantasy stuff like i would mm-hmm. think, like an f the f1 game would be so cool if they like either they should, i don't know never mind anyways yeah well any other thoughts this is a, probably a longer episode on how yeah. long i'm going for it, thank but... y'all for listening we have a lot of thoughts um good yeah. weekend of racing um good lgbt news of course if you didn't remember Absolutely. we talked about that like mm-hmm. an hour ago um, <laughs> yeah yeah We'll be back next week. Uh, be sure to follow at Gary Pod on Twitter. Uh, mm-hmm. You'll be able to get notifications for when we put new episodes out. Or you could just have it on your Spotify. I think you can get notifications on Apple for podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm at Newgate on Twitter. Zach is at DreamyZach28. Until you change it. For now. <laughs> for now. <laughs> okay. Well, don't see if anything else to say. We're going to peace yeah. out. Bye, right? guys. Have a good week. Bye.